Alright Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. <laughs> what do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out though. We're gonna be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. Yeah, that's the only one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? Ah, nothing much. What's going on with you? Back in the studio once again. Yep, on a Friday night. On a Friday night, man. It's late as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like our roots, how yeah, late it, it is. It does. It feels like, just like old times. It's like, it's like we think we're in our early 20s still. <laughs> we are not. We are not nope. there. Oh, I'm tired. Are you tired? No, I'm tired. I'm sleepy as shit, man. <laughs> I'm so tired. This is way man, Before we started, I was like, I'm going to take a nap first. <laughs> yeah, man. Turn yourself down just a little bit. To my, my gain down? Yeah, your gain down a little bit. One day we'll get this right. I mean, I didn't even touch him from last time. I know, but I felt like we were too low. Nah, I, what did you just, what are we on now? What are, what are you on now? I'm on a three and a half. You're on a four. Oh, yeah, definitely turn me down to a three and a half because I'm louder than you are. There we go. I feel right. like I can barely hear. Well, no, this is fine. This is good. Can you hear me? I feel like every episode's going to start this way. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> we'll get it We'll get it down at, at some point. At some point, we'll be better at this. <laughs> you mentioned the original fans. Man, they got a hundred some episodes. Still fucking. Still just fumbling around with shit. That's. Hey, to be fair, it's, it's different equipment now. It is different equipment now, man. Every, it, every week, it's like we have something new. We had a new light this week. <laughs> and we get rid of something. <laughs> and we get rid of something. Yeah, every week we get something new and we get rid of something. We got a new light this week. So hopefully the lighting is a little better because the yep. lighting was really fucking yep. bothering me. Next thing you know, we'll have a whole new studio. You know, it's just, yeah. you never know over here at the Capes, Cows, and Close Calls podcast. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. But anyway, how was your how was your week? How was your what's going on? It was on good, man. It was a good week. I feel like uh I went to the art institute. Did you? I did. How classy right before you. uh right before it closed. Okay. Uh we got we got in there for about forty five minutes. It was free though. Ah. So I mean a free forty five minutes. It was one of those like Chicago days. Yep. Free for Chicago free residents. Free for Chicago kind of residents. It's nice. And it was nice because it was also like because it was so late, fairly empty. Mm, yeah, that I felt like sense. I had that whole museum to myself. Nice, nice. My nice. mom was so it was ironic. Is my mom was this is nothing to do with anything. The day before, <laughs> I didn't know I was going. My mom was, was my cousin recently got a job at the art institute. Okay, she's like, when's the last time you've been there? I haven't been there since I was a child. Mm. Um, she always tells the story that I loved the armory, and I sword fight with like, um. I think it was like, it had to be like a poster or a brochure or something with my uncle. And while I was like jumping on the benches and stuff, pretending like, like I'm real young, obviously, pretending yeah. I'm like one of the, you know, knights from the army. So going in there as an adult and I, I was walking in and I was like, is an adult Sean going to enjoy this? Like kid Sean? And I got to say, it was the coolest thing in that museum. Have you nice. been in the armory section? I don't think I have. It's I've like, only it's, been in the art museum like maybe once or twice, but I definitely don't think I've been to the armory section. So it's like in the back. That but sounds got, like the coolest section. Yeah, they got like all the like swords from like the 1500s mm. and like the armor they were wearing. And there's like a 
you know, you know, full size, but then like kid size armors and like there's just like a ton of it. Yeah, that definitely sounds like yeah. the, the dopest part of the museum easily. Yep. For sure. I don't uh I don't understand modern art. Okay. Just I don't understand any a, art, if I'm being honest man, with you. There was a section and there were just the there were paintings that were white. Just white. Just white. Just, just white. Nothing and, else? Yeah, nothing else. And uh, I acted. Kind of I acted very pretentious when I did it. Though <laughs> I did a strut in front of it. That sounds just like. And then I was like, mm. and I was like, the symbolism of this, oh of like gosh. the world is nothing. And yeah, no. But then in my head, I was like, I could do this. Yeah. You can't. But yeah. Bro, it's nothing. Like what? It, I could what the, do it. What did the exhibit say? Did it give some kind of explanation or something? It just had like the artist's name. That's stupid. And they were just white paint. Man, there was another section that was like, it was like legit cleaning supplies uh, organized. And I was joking. I was like, oh, the janitor just left his stuff out. But no, that was the art. Wow. So I don't get yeah. modern art. I get, yeah. I get, you know, the other eras. I couldn't name them. Renaissance. Yeah. I understand that. Have you seen, you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah. So you remember they have the art uh, scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they have the one, oh, man, our listeners are going to hate me. Uh, that one painting where they're all staring at, and like they they have like the the three of them are like you know a foot apart from each other, spaced out, mm-hmm. and they're uh um man, at least my favorite movie, and I'm blanking on not Ferris, but the other guy. I I couldn't tell you. I've seen that movie like once. Ah, oh, you gotta watch that movie more. Anyways, he's like zooming in, and he's seen. So it's a painting that's made with a bunch of dots. You know what that kind of art it's called? No. That's yeah, no I idea. used to. I, and somebody would say it. Contemporary? No. I don't know. I'm just throwing I'm shit not, out there like, at this point. I want to say like pointism, but that's not it. Pointism? But it's it's like you literally just like the person drew or just dotted and made the whole thing. Oh, I understand that one. That actually seems very cool to me. Mm. Um, it's like a, you would recognize the picture because it's like a bunch of people in a, in a park is what it is. Okay. It's, it's very famous. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, went to the art museum. We had uh, we had Valentine's Day this week. That's true. Valentine's yeah. Day. Valentine's Day was this week. Yeah, it's yeah. a good week. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. How's your Valentine's Day? Did you do anything special? No, not really. Valentine's yeah. Day to me this year felt. It just I don't know, man. It felt very. I felt very uninspired this Valentine's Day. I just mm. feel like I just I have bigger things on my mind this year, and just kind of like more. Can't forget about the little things. More future plans. That I just kind of like. I knew it was coming, but it's it just kinda, it snuck I, up I a bit. Like, I was just like, ah, ah, whatever, man. You know what I mean? I mean, it was cool though. Like, I still, you know, I got my partner something. I got my daughter her first little Valentine. You know, what I mean? something. So that was. I acted like nothing happened. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was nice. That was cute. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was cool. I got some new glasses this week, Very and nice. I got a new phone. So and a new phone. That's nice. You yeah. know what I mean? I can see better now. My prescription changed. It's way worse. Well, my eyesight is just shit in general, but it, it got worse. Mm. <laughs> so I needed an even stronger prescription. Now you're seeing better. Absolutely outrageous. So yeah, now I see a lot better. So yep. that's seeing life in HD. 4K. Man, fucking 4K. Yeah, yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. Next is going to be 8K. Yeah. Man, I'm tired. Are you tired? You gotta oh, stop shit. thinking about how you're tired. I know, I do, because we got a whole episode. Our, a whole to episode. Do. This is the, our, our actually not the celebration of our hundredth episode. Our hundredth episode, though. Mm-hmm. I remember all I thought about that whole episode was how tired I was. <laughs> I spent that whole episode in my own head, being like, 
I am so fucking tired. Yeah, man. I gotta I gotta bring this energy back up for real, for real. I mean, I feel like we say this a lot and then we usually we power through it pretty well, I yeah. think. I think if we I don't think I did on the hundredth episode. No? No. What do we talk about? Oh, the hundredth episode was when we We're just reviewed about... Comic Con stuff. Yeah. 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 I've been told uh, that we were both very negative in that episode. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was tired. That was probably, yeah, they probably contributed to it for real. <laughs> were we negative in that episode? I mean, we weren't excited about much. There wasn't much to be excited about, I don't think. But yeah. That could be wrong. A little bit. Secret Wars is exciting. That's true. That's true. We had a lot of trailers and stuff to talk about. Speaking of which, we got some trailers to talk about this week, Sean. Did you see the trailers? You didn't watch the Super Bowl. We also had the fucking Super Bowl. We did have the that. Super Bowl. We had the Super Bowl, man. And I with did the Super watch. Bowl comes a lot of great commercials and also trailers. New trailers. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch any commercials. You missed out. It's just not what this podcast is about. It's not. But but we love commercials. We do love you commercials. You missed out on some solid commercials. I will I'll get to them. You should. I always do. You should. You should definitely um, go visit a few of them. But I, I watched I'll tell two you trailers. A surprising company that killed it this year with trailers hit me with it Tubi, Tubi, Tubi tv Tubi tv had a good smashed one smashed it with i heard something year, about a, there was a really sad dog commercial there was that also was a very good commercial i i said it to my partner when we were watching them i was like honestly i think that's been the, this this is way off topic but whatever that's it's our podcast, it's our podcast. We do what we want. <laughs> i told her i was like i think that was after it was over, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was the most effective commercial so far. Maybe not necessarily the best, but in terms of like making you stop and watch, making you feel something, and making you want to know more about a company, I definitely think that that was one of the most effective commercials of the entire Super Bowl. The dog one, not the Tubi one. The, the, right, the, the dog okay. one. It was basically, it was a commercial where it was a dog Started as a puppy with this little girl. This little girl was probably, if I had to guess, she was probably between like the ages of like five and seven-ish. Okay. Right? So she gets this this cute chocolate lab puppy. And we just go through life, right? She she grows up with the dog. She goes to school. She goes to college. She gets married. She has her own kid. And then the commercial is basically like it ends with her laying in bed with her newborn daughter and the dog. The same dog that watched her grow up is now has seen her math, her bring a child that doesn't work right. Seeing it bring a child into life, and everybody's like, "Well, damn, that dog lived a long time." But that was the point of the commercial that this particular dog food helps contribute mm. to a the longevity of your dog. Like that's a lab. Like labs on average live about twelve years, fourteen at max. You might see some push 16, but that's like rare, like super rare. Did you see the the record was just broken for the longest, the oldest dog? Did you see this? I think I did see that. 30 years old. Holy shit. Oh. What kind of dog was it? Do you know? It had to be a small dog. No, it was a medium-sized dog. I don't know what kind oh, of Oh, interesting. Something like Collie, probably. 30 fucking years. Apparently, it lived outside. Well, no, it had, didn't live outside. It was never leashed. So mm. it had to roam and lived on a farm. That makes sense. Um, Working dogs do tend to live longer. Ate human food. Didn't eat dog food. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I feed my dog a lot of dog food. <laughs> That's your problem right there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so this company was called The Farmer's Dog, and I was just like, yep, 
definitely gonna look at that that company up. It was a good commercial. I thought yeah. it, was, it was good. Uh, and yeah, Tubi, I thought did really good. I honestly, I was shocked because the whole thing with Tubi is that it is a free streaming service. I'm like, where did y'all get the money to not only have one but multiple commercials during the Super Bowl? Okay, right? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? But it was effective. There was one commercial. I don't think I ever used Tubi. You haven't. Most people haven't. Are there? Are there there's got to be ads. That's how they make. I, them I mean, I guess. I don't know. I've never used it. I think I've used it once. I mean, I didn't know it was free. It is free. Do you know that from the commercials? No, I knew <laughs> you that. You just know that. I knew that beforehand because one of the TVs I bought, it came pre-installed on the television. And I was like, well, what's this? Well, maybe it came free with the TV for like a nah amount of time. No, it's free in general. I know other people who use it. Hmm. All right, let's, let's circle back. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, uh, I've seen two of the trailers. Are there, are there more than two? No, I mean okay, so there were there were, but there's only two that we care about, so that's all it matters. Right. So there was the Flash trailer, yep, and there was the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Saw them both. Which one you want to talk about first? Let's do Guardians. Okay, Guardians, and we just kind of saw it again right before we saw tonight's main event. So yeah, what'd you think? That's it? That's all you got? I mean, I guess I should <laughs> I don't got a whole bunch to say I about it. I hated the second one. Yeah, the I first should. one was good. second one sucked. Who knows about this one? Um, maybe people are going to die. People have to die. They don't have to die. People do have to die. Someone has to die. Like, Marvel has did to stop. Did you think somebody was going to die in this movie we just watched? Yeah, and I'm a little upset that they didn't die. But we'll get to that later. Marvel <laughs> has to stop being afraid to kill people. They are afraid of it, though. They have to stop being... They, like, they gotta How murder How many some movies did it take us for Iron Man to die? That's what I'm saying. A lot. They need to stop that. They, they need even to show us Captain American die. We just saw that he was old. He could still be alive. People need to die. It has to happen. Or else this universe will start to feel stakeless. And no one will... Like, yeah, it'll still be cool in terms of, like... I mean, Heimdall died. Yeah, whatever. That's Heimdall. I don't give a fuck about Heimdall. Nobody cares about Heimdall uh, that much. The Warriors 3. Name one of them. Warriors 3? No. <laughs> Zachary Levi? Not the people who played them. The actual characters <laughs> themselves. Uh, man, I don't know. I know, I, I know, but I don't know. I can know. name one I know you, you can name all three, probably. Mm, I don't think I can name all three. I can name one for sure. Which one? Volstag. Which one is that? The fat one. Volstag. What's the one with the what's what's the one Zachary Levi plays? I have no idea. I have no idea what his name is. You're not gonna I think just like, made I up names. <laughs> you're not gonna think. Would of you have it known right if now. I had said the wrong name? Yeah, no, I definitely would have known if you said the wrong name. If I was like, but I couldn't tell you what the right name was. Bowler the Barbarian. Hundred percent false. I know that's false. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I, like I said, I wouldn't know the Lady right Seth? one. She's not a part of the Warriors Three. Eh, she kind of is though. She's not, not part of it. There are three warriors. She is not but one of them. But she's always the around name the warriors of, right, three. It's Lady and Sith. And it's because they're sexist. And that's really what this is. This episode's it's, about. No. It's about the sexism out of the Thor comic books not allowing Lady Sith to be part of the warriors three. If Why? Any, if anything. Because she's a female, Nick? No, is anything, it because she's a female? She gets her own. She It's Lady Sith. And the Warriors 3. It's like Josie and the Pussycats. She gets her own standout <laughs> name. Like she gets her own thing. 
They're like, oh no, 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 no. We're not, she's she's too good to just be thrown in with the Warriors three. Think about it. You couldn't think of one of the names of the Warriors three. But you knew Lady Sith's name. I didn't know Lady Sith's name. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Point. Bam. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So anyway. Um, what are we talking about? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy three, 3. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a very okay movie. It'll be fine. You think it's going to so? be great. Hopefully it won't be terrible. Yeah. Um, I think the whole, you know what? They should have just left Gamora be dead. I don't mind it. Now, oh. this, is, this is the stakes thing that I feel like you're talking about. Gamora yeah. should have just been dead. Yeah, I get that. You're right. Should have had this movie. I, I guess. I, I now guess we I have to do this whole thing where, like, oh, I'm not your Gamora, but I love you, and right. And, uh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to go on that ride. I get that. I get that. I'm so confused yeah. on Groot's age. I feel like I somehow feel like he's younger now. What do you mean? Then he was in the first Guardians. No, then he was in the in um, Endgame. No, I don't think he's younger. I think they. I'm sure they're gonna have some weird story as to like why he decided to buff up. Maybe he was inspired by Thor, and he just decided like I, I want to look like that guy, yeah, and I'm that. just gonna I hope fucking... they don't do that. Buff up. I I don't know why they went with this design. You know what would make me happy in this movie? What's that? If they killed Drax right in the beginning. No, I don't want him to kill do that. him immediately. He. I don't want any of the dumb humor. I don't want it either. But I think he at least deserves to die a decent death. You know what? I actually want him to be killed, and then it's revealed that the real Drax, <laughs> like he's the one that kills him, and then we get a serious Drax character. Yeah, I don't know a comic book that idea. would make that would make me enjoy this movie. Oh my god! If another Drax came out and be like this moron and just like snapped his neck, and then I mean that would be pretty entertaining. I guess he sat in there. I don't as know a if I would, serious character. I don't know if I would love the lasting effects of that, but that that would be kind of entertaining. Yeah. Anyway, I don't like this Groot design. It's like my least. He could be like Groot standing design. still, thinking that he's camouflaged, and then real Drax could come, be like you idiot, and just like. That's what you want. <laughs> I think that would make me enjoy the movie more. Why are you assuming you won't enjoy it? Because I feel it's going to go the way of Love and Thunder. I don't think so. They're going to even more so lean into the humor. And you know why I feel that way? Why is that? Because I watched the holiday special. I think that I think the holiday special was his way of getting that out of his system. Yeah, I don't think so. I think this one's going to pull it back a bit. I think it's going to be a little bit more dramatic. I think it's going to be a little bit more serious. Because even the tone of this trailer is different from the tone of the trailer of Volume 2. Like, the trailer for Volume 2 made it very obvious that this was still going to be a comedy. This one doesn't really feel like that. It doesn't really feel like a comedy. Honestly, it feels like it's going to be the most dramatic of the three and the most heartfelt of the three. Like, I hope you're right. And I mean, he's even he's gone into interviews saying that, like, one of the his driving force behind finishing the story was he wanted to finish Rocket Raccoon's story. He was like, I just felt like that was a story that needed to be told, that needed to be finished. And it seems like we're going to explore his roots, explore like how he was experimented on. And there's even I even like his line in the trailer where he's like, this guy, he doesn't. 
he doesn't want to change things. He just doesn't like things being the way they are. Some shit like that. He's, I can't remember exactly what he said. But he says something along the lines where it's just like, he's not trying to make things better. He just doesn't like things the way they are. Like, he just wants to fuck with stuff. And, like, I was just one of the things he fucked with. And then there's some otter that he's going to reunite with. So, yeah, that's fun. Sure. Seems like Cosmo's going to get a bit more bit more screen that's time cool. in this one. You know what I mean? I like mean? that. Yeah. Russian space dog. Always a good time. And Adam Warlock. I have yeah. no... From this trailer, I have that. no idea what his role is going to be in this movie. But he'll be there. I'm not... Um, I got nothing against Adam Warlock. I'm not, like, overly excited by that character, though. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, he was never particularly one of my favorites. Our boy Derek, though. Derek loves yeah. Adam Warlock. Yeah. He, he was hoping for him in the second Guardians and in Infinity War and Endgame. But, Better late than never, I guess. Yeah, that didn't happen, but here we go. Yeah, I'm going to stick with... That's sure. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I don't particularly have any expectations for it, but yeah, I just hope it does. it's not like Guardians 2. I just really hope that they learn between that and Love and Thunder that like, hey, we get it. You guys are fucking comedy people but like dial that shit back do you think thor is gonna be in this movie no i don't think he will be yeah that annoys me even more he might he what's might the point of him going the, off with that he might be in the very beginning of it but i don't think he's gonna be in it long if he if he is it's gonna be in like the first scene and then it'll be gone i'll take that i'll take that over nothing yeah if know. it's nothing it's know. it's dumb yeah, I get it would make me hate Love and Thunder even more. <laughs> How could you hate that movie even more? It's so bad. All right, Flash. So bad. Uh, this. I mean, honestly, I, it got me pretty excited for this movie. Yeah, yeah. It got me. That's a good trailer. It was a pretty good trailer. I mean, I like that they're exploring. Like, I mean, look. Let, let's be real here. The Flash is not the draw of this movie. Batman is the draw of this movie. Yeah. It just it is what it is. You know what I mean? We got Batman, they got Michael Keaton to put the suit back on from nineteen eighty nine and fucking be Batman in all of his CGI glory, kicking people, flying through the bat cave, taking out bad guys. And yeah, I mean, it looks pretty solid. We got quite we got like three Batman clips in there, one of which looks like he was riding the bat cycle from the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. And the suit did look a lot like the Christopher Nolan suit. It did, didn't it? But I was like, ah, I don't think they're going to do it. I was like, was that, that Christian Bell? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, ah, are they going to do this? No, nah, I, I don't think they will. That would be epic. I don't it, think they It would be crazy. That would be pretty it would, damn epic. I was also just listening to a podcast where they were talking about um, George Clooney possibly popping up in this one, too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. You can put Malcolm in there, too, if you want. But yeah, put all of them in there. Yeah. I, damn, Adam West died, didn't he? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I was going to say, throw Adam West in there. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy, too. Damn. Yeah. That would have been good. You know, uh, you know what surprised me? What's that? The amount of people that didn't realize Michael Keaton is in this movie. I've had several people... Tell you that they didn't realize that was Michael Keaton? Surprised. That Michael Keaton was... I feel like we've known that forever at this Yeah, point. I thought so, too. I thought most yeah. people knew that. Yeah. I had one person tell me that when they first saw it, they thought it was a, 
a parody trailer. Somebody, like a handmade. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, that's well put together. I mean, it kudos was... to whoever that guy would have been. Yeah, no, but it's real. It's yeah. real. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. I, um, I don't know how I feel about the fact that they're having two Barry Allens in there. No, I mean, uh, part of me was like, maybe the one Barry Allen is actually reverse flash. I mean, I guess that's possible. That's going to be the twist of the story. Yeah, that, I think I'll like that. That would be but cool. But then change the actor. Like, you yeah. know, uh, like in the Flash show where like, yeah, like the face fucking change thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Do something like that. Hmm. Um, that would work. That would work. I'm cool with them doing uh, Supergirl instead of Superman in this story. But like, yeah. the fact that they got straight up Zod in here again when the... What's the Zod's actors? That was I don't surprising. know his name, yeah, but like, uh, like ah, I didn't expect that at all. Me neither. That was very surprising. You know, it's, you know it's, but two schools of thought on this here. Okay. Cool flip to the Flashpoint story. Okay. Do I like that more than just getting uh, Aquaman and uh, Wonder Woman to fight it out? Probably not. No, that would have been a lot cooler. That'd been a lot cooler. And I don't know. For Is it too expensive to get both of those actors mm, at that point? I think it'd be more expensive to create an entire war between Themyscira and Atlantis. What, I think what are they just reusing be. footage from Man of Steel? Like, I mean, they, that's yeah. a crazy... There's a strong oh, metropolis in it. Like, they're 100% reusing footage from Man of Steel. There's no way they refilm that shit. That's definitely recycled footage. They did the same thing for uh, Batman vs. Superman. They're just recycling that shit. You think they film new footage? Yeah, I think they're using. Uh, like, yeah, they're probably you're right. No, you're right. They're they're reusing footage. Hundred percent. There's hundred percent reusing footage. But I think I I kind of cut you off a bit. You were gonna say so the original Flashpoint. Oh yeah. Line. So for yeah for people who are listeners who don't know, who may not have read the Flashpoint um, comic book. comic book, a part of the thing Just, that. Great. Yeah, it is a really good comic book. Uh, but a part of the thing that Barry happens in this universe that Barry changed is that Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war with each other. And therefore, Atlantis and Themyscira are at war with each other because Aquaman had an affair uh, on his wife with Wonder Woman. And nope. Nope. she, Queen Mara, 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 found out and Wonder Woman killed her. <laughs> Yep. And Aquaman was like, You can't fucking just you can't just kill my wife. And so yeah. So they went to war. Yep. Fun stuff. Would have been a really great movie to watch. It would have been pretty solid. But you know what else though? So what shocked me, I think, is not that Michael Keaton is in here as Batman, but that he is in here as Batman and he does not seem like he is Thomas Wayne Batman. No. He seems like regular Batman. Seems like his normal Batman. Seems like another Bruce. Yep. Like I, I guess. I'd be curious. Is he, is he nineteen eighty nine Batman? Yeah, is it the I, same guy? That's what I'm wondering. Like, are they pulling? Because they could very easily pull like a Spider Man No Way Home with this. You know what I mean? Right. Like they could just we're gonna get every Batman from every universe that we can and just put them all in this movie. But it seems like he's just going back to one different alternate timeline. Yeah, he's not going to multiples. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is an older Batman though, like much older than like Ben Affleck. So I don't know. I wonder if they're going to address that or not, or if they're just going to pretend like they're like the same age. He's also significantly shorter. He's a small, much smaller Batman. 
Well, yeah, Michael Keane's not a huge guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to address the age thing at all. No? I guess... Um, it doesn't make sense if you think about it too hard. <laughs> um, That's how all comic book stuff if is. Flash goes back in time to save his mother, but Flash... Oh, it's because it's a ripple effect. I take it back. So they explain in the Flashpoint comic book uh, that that one thing ripples, so it affects time, not just time going forward, but also time going backwards. So right. it would affect the characters that were born before he did that as well, mm. not just like from that point on. Okay. Which is why it would... Because this Barry Allen, regardless if it's Ben Affleck or Michael Keaton, is their Batmans are significantly older than the Flash. Like, Flash is kind of compicted as like yeah like young a, like a young adult like a, yeah like early 20s kind of right yeah um so yeah i mean uh i'm excited you know the whole dc's kind of plan it seems like you don't know uh what's gonna happen next like we do know the projects but like with the yeah. flash in particular we don't know what's gonna happen it seems very unlikely that uh they will get cast again but it does. It does. Um, James Gunn already said that this will be like kind of the event that soft boots it, which yeah, is true. just like what Flashpoint did. Flashpoint led to the new 52. That's so. very true. What did you think of Supergirl? So there have been people complaining, of course, as always. Fucking super fans come out of the woodwork and they complain about everything that they possibly can. So Kara uh, is not blonde. And her, I didn't even think about that. Okay, she's not blonde. She's she's got black, short black sure. hair, and uh, she's not wearing the skirt. She wears like a full suit. She wears. Pants. Why is it that nobody ever brings up uh, the redheaded character? It's never redheaded, but the blonde character gets brought up. So no one cares. That's some bullshit. I'm just um, people bring that yeah, up too. Everybody that cares about that, shut up. Yeah, I stupid. Agree. <laughs> oh, she's not wearing the skirt. So what? Why does it matter? I honestly, like, I'm actually pretty excited for this kind of version because, you know, Flashpoint Superman is, like, scrawny. He's been, like, in a lab, but then he's just, like, murdering people on accident. And I think they're still going to kind of do that with Kara, and I'm all about it. Yeah, right. So you want to explain that part of the Flashpoint comic book? So instead of uh, Superman landing in Smallville, he actually lands in Metropolis. Uh, So the government captures him and keeps him in a prison with, uh, like red radiation lights. Um, so he doesn't get his powers until he gets freed by the flash um, and Thomas Wayne Batman. And then he like gets his powers first time. And he doesn't know how to use, doesn't them. know how to use them. Heat vision and just like accidentally murders a bunch of people. Yeah. Fun so himself. I think we're going to kind of get that. Out it of it seems character. like we are going to kind of get that. So yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, any, any other things of note from the trailer? Uh, I like that they showed a bunch of different bats. I mean, Batman is the most exciting about it. A bunch of different bat suits to it. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. Batman the, is the draw. The old school movie. Batmobile in there. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for all the Michael Keaton in this movie. Yeah, I'm excited for all the I'm Batman. I'm even excited stuff. to see Ben Affleck again. And I think they know that. You know what I mean? Especially with everything, all the controversy surrounding Ezra Miller. I think they understood, like, we can't... We gotta make it seem like... Batman and other characters are just as big a part of this movie as he is. 
Right. And I think they're going to really drive that home with the marketing material, even if it's not necessarily true in the movie. Yeah. So. You know, I just saw as uh, an interview with Brendan Fraser. You know, uh, you know Brendan? Yeah, I know Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He just um, came back. He just did the well. Didn't he win an Oscar? No, he won a... Uh, he won some uh, award. Golden I Globe, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think he's nominated for an Oscar. Though, yeah. Because we haven't had the Oscars yet. Yeah, no. But I, I know exactly what you're about to tell me. So go, but continue for those who don't know. <laughs> uh, so I didn't realize he was going to be the villain in the Batgirl movie. The Batgirl movie, yeah, they got canceled. Um, so he, he basically kind of like talked about the plot and he kind of explained that, you know, the the viewing they did um, was not a finished product. Uh, and he thought that the movie would have been good. Not that he got to see what the viewing was or the final product of it because they, they didn't even quite finish it before yeah. it got scrapped. But uh, he was going to play Firefly and he talks about Firefly's kind of like motivation. Firefly? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was going to play. I didn't it. watch the whole interview. I think I saw like, you know, like when you just see a thumbnail of a video and the title and you go, oh, that's interesting, but you don't actually have actually watch the video. You just yeah. kind of get the 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 gist of the video from the title that's what i did i was like oh you know what that's actually a good idea he should play a villain i didn't think he'd play firefly though. playing firefly it's an interesting choice i would i mean they already have a penguin so it makes sense but i could see him being like the penguin um or i could honestly even see him maybe being like a black mask yeah but we already got a we already have one yeah in this universe Firefly is interesting, though. Yeah, yeah, and he was saying that they, you know the people that were making this were the guys that did the Bad Boys movies, and they're all about explosions and stuff. He's like the fire effects in this movie, I guess, were like super cool, mm. um, which is obviously fitting for the character. But you know, I hope actually they like eventually just do like a director's cut release on like HBO Max or something for something that movie. Like that. Brendan just scrap it completely. Because I actually really like Brendan Fraser. Just scrap it completely. is very sad. I was about to say, Brendan Fraser should definitely play a villain in one of these superhero movies. Yeah. He really should. And I mean, it'd be... I think it'd be a good uh, testament to his acting ability. And, a, and another good form of his like comeback that he's going through to play a villain. Because like in his early career, he only played heroes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like That's, that was, you know he's, that's all he was. He's the robot in Doom Patrol. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know That's that. That's what I feel like his, the start of his comeback was. That was like the first thing I've seen him acting in, in that like gap that he had. Huh. I so didn't, know, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I you see, see him. Eggs, Brendan Fraser in a bunch of scenes too because huh. they always do flashbacks in that show. Before he becomes a Before robot. Before he becomes the robot. I never knew. I didn't watch Doom Patrol. I know you say it's good, but I just, I never, I never. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I said that I haven't it. watched the newest season and I don't have much desire to do so. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, I mean, those are the trailers. Those are the two big ones, yep. at least. Uh, yeah. I mean, overall, I think I think both of them were pretty solid trailers. Both of them got me a, like a little, at least a little bit more excited for the movie. Like, cause, like I guess Guardians, I was just kind of like whatever, especially coming off the last one. But seeing the trailer, I was like, okay, okay, this this looks pretty solid. The the villain looks like he'll be a little underwhelming, but whatever. It is what it is. Some of the Marvel villains are underwhelming. Some of them aren't. What, what have you. Uh, and then, yeah, the Flash trailer was like, hmm, this looks like it might actually be a good movie, despite all the bullshit that's going to come along with it. You know what I mean? Yep. So, 
Yeah, there we go. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into the main event. Me, 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 me. That was my siren. My, my, air, <laughs> my air horn, that's what it was. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Main event. Did you ever watch Cloud Nine? No, what is that? Is it a show or a movie? It's called, I think it's called it's a show. The supermarket show? It is. I think it is called Cloud Nine or something like that. It's a character in there that does that exact thing all the time. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I do it with Joey all the time. I'm always just like, it's DJ Joey Joe. And she loves it. She she cracks up every time I do it. So I just, I've gotten used to, I've gotten used to doing it. But yeah, man, so we're here to talk about Ant-Man Quantumania, the first Marvel movie of... You forgot and the Wasp. Oh, right. I keep forgetting she's in that. Ant-Man and the, the Wasp. Ant-Man Quantumania. and the Wasp. Quantumania, our first Marvel project of the year. Is it our first superhero movie of the year? Yes, right? We didn't get one in January. Yeah, this is the first one. First superhero movie of the year. Yeah, man. Right off the gate. Right out, right out the gate. What did you think about it? I actually liked it. Did you? I did. Okay. I enjoyed it. All right. See, I was I was telling you off off the air here that I only watched the teaser trailer. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I had the title. I know that Modoc was supposed to be in it. I know right. that uh, King the Conqueror was going to be in it. That's it. That's all I knew going into this movie. Mm. Um, it was a good ride. It was pretty. Soft. I don't think it it's like a... amazing, but I <clears throat> excuse me. I had fun watching it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I get that. You know, compared to one and two, it seemed like a very different movie. <laughs> it did seem like a very different movie. It doesn't movie. really I, fit the trilogy. It is very different from the trilogy, but I like that, though. Me too. I, I like that it was different from the trilogy because, honestly, the Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I don't think is a very good movie. I think I it's agree. very, very okay. Um, it's Again, it just fell into that problem of just like overdoing the humor. It was just a bit too much at times. Ant-Man 1... Solid movie. Yep. I think it's real. It's it may not be in the upper tier of Marvel movies, but it's like right below it. You know what I mean? Like you come out of upper tier and it's it's not mid, it's like mid upper. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like right there. Because and I think a big part of it is because it was so unexpected. It was so unexpectedly good. Yeah. I think I remember going Because it was an Ant Man movie. Yeah, I think I remember going into that one thinking like this is just one I gotta get through. You know what I mean? And coming out of it and being like, damn, that was actually pretty solid. <laughs> it was funny. The humor landed. Like, it was a good plot. It didn't feel like the world's about to end, but that worked to its advantage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no pun intended, but it felt a little smaller scale in comparison to the others. But again, that that worked to its advantage. And I know it was a whole big thing with like a switch of directors and visions and shit like that, but I, I still overall enjoyed it. And this one... While it is very different in tone from the other two, you still feel that it has similar elements of humor, but it's definitely dialed back. And I think it was supposed to be. Correct amount of humor. Yeah. In I my opinion. So. Yeah. Maybe Especially, not the don't be a dick. Yeah. I mean, I, I chuckled, but nah, we didn't need that. Yeah. I think. <laughs> but still. <laughs> I think it just went on for a little too long. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it just it just was like, okay, we got it. Don't be a dick. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um and then when he kept, comes back and he's like, I'm not a dick. I'm just like, we didn't need that. Yeah. You are though, but whatever. And not to be jumping ahead. I know Modoc was gonna be in there. I think he was gonna look like that. 
I and I didn't think it was gonna be him. I wasn't one hundred percent sure about that either. But don't say who it is yet. We'll get to that in a little bit. I mean, but as usual, we don't do non-spoiler reviews. We jump right into spoilers. We start talking about. I don't shit even know why you're even saying it anymore. That's true. I just just remind just in case we got any new fan new new listeners, right. man. Maybe they we just picked up just go now for all the spoilers. Yeah, we go right this. away. We don't do so if you haven't seen the movie. And you care about not being spoiled. You probably shouldn't listen to this yet. Go see the movie. Come back. Then listen. Go ahead and like the episode. Yeah. Subscribe to it. Bookmark it. Save it for later. And then come back. Yeah. And watch it. Overall, though. Yeah. I like the movie. I was a little worried. I was a little concerned. I had watched two trailers. I watched the initial teaser. And then I watched a regular full-size trailer. And I had been hearing, I had been avoiding reviews at, as much as possible. But Me I too. had kind of been hearing just like f- through like the grapevine that the reviews were not stellar, you know, out of the gate. Um, and then <laughs> a friend of mine is one of the ones who said this. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear about any of the reviews. And then he goes to see the movie. And the first thing he fucking does is text me. And he's like, Ant-Man was mid. And I'm just like... Bro, like I just gotta be so annoyed. Leave me alone. <laughs> just, just block you that know friend who right you now. Are. Just go you ahead. Know, just go to block him. I don't know who the friend is. This, you know who you are. Be cook. You know who you are. Don't do that. But it's fine. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I think you should just block his number right now. <laughs> Never talk to him again. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I should just call a him right now. Man that does that is not a real friend. <laughs> I should call him right now and be like, bro, why would you do that? But it's all good. Don't yeah, you? it's it's fine. But um, man, I don't even call it mid. I actually like I liked the movie. Yeah, again, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put it in like the upper class of Marvel movies, right? Like, let's put it, let's tier. put everything in uh, the last phase. This is phase five officially, not right? No, yeah, this is the right, so this is start first phase five. Phase five, everything, just movie, not TV show. Phase four. Where does where does it land? Okay, so what do we get in phase movie wise? What do we get in phase four? We got Wakanda Forever, Wakanda Forever, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep. Uh, What's it? Black Sorry. Widow, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Eternals, Multiverse of Madness, Multiverse of Madness. Like you want me to throw it in with those? Yes. Like you want me to rank them and then throw this in there? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, but I mean, unless it's on the bottom, just, just give the bottom. Like to me. I'll, I'll do it first. You could get what I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Wakanda Forever is number one, right? Um, and this movie. <laughs> so wow. So you go Wakanda Forever. I think it's better than Thor. What about Shang Chi? It's close, right? So, like, and this is gonna surprise people. I think Shang Chi, this movie. And Eternals, because a lot of people didn't like Eternals, but we liked it. We did like it. Are that next tier, and then below it, Black Widow. Black Widow was just Black Widow. Test Massacre was just too disappointing. Black Black the Black Widow movie is the definition of mid in this. Like that. That is the mid level. You know what I mean? So to me, it's either you're above that or you're below that, and this is definitely above that. Yeah. And then there's, and then obviously, Love and Thunder is just bad. Oh, and I'm gonna say, yeah, I think I liked the difference of Multiverse of Madness. I know you weren't a huge fan of it, but I liked the horror aspect of it. 
I but, can respect it. But I would put. I don't know anymore, man. Would <laughs> I put it above this? I guess not. I think I like the Illuminati scene too much. I like. Yeah, but I like evil Wanda too. I like Wanda fucking people up. I mean, that I to me that. is chef's kiss. It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. I Just destroyed that. Black Bolt. Look. Destroyed him, Nick. Once again. Forget about the Inhumans. My disappointment with that movie. Either way, this movie, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't find it disappointing. Better or worse than Eternals? Better, I think. Okay, better or worse than Shang-Chi? I would, it. See, I think it's so. It's tough. right there, basically. What yeah, you're saying. I think because I think it's tough too. Because like I have to rate Shang Chi as a origin story, like entry level movie. And in terms of like origin story movies, I think this is one of the. I think Shang Chi is one of the best origin story of the movies two, that Marvel has. Stand there on Disney Plus of the two, which are you likely to rewatch first? Ant Man. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, man. Okay, so we get into it. Scott's wrote this book, which, by the way, you know that's a real book, right? I sent you the TikTok. Yeah, you did. You're right. You did. Yeah. You did I was like, that. you can legit you buy can this buy book. That book. They were like, hey, we, you might think this is a joke, but no, we really wrote this book. I'm a little if, tempted to buy it. I, I kind of want it now, too, to be honest with you, just as like a collector <laughs> piece. He, they're like, no, we really wrote this book as if Scott wrote this book, even though he didn't really write this book because Scott's obviously not a real person. But I we wanna, wrote this book, and you can really buy it. Do you it. think the – does the audiobook actually exist? Like, Damn, is that's it? a good point. I don't know. I got to – it probably does. <laughs> it probably does. I bet it does. I bet it is. Go on my Audible account real quick. I had that. And honestly, <laughs> I, I love the title of it. Watch out for the little guy. Yeah. That's solid. That's a solid <laughs> fucking title. I really want to see it. Like, I feel like the humor really landed for me in this seemed, movie, too. Yeah. It seems like a thick book, too. And I wonder I wonder if you buy the book and it's like two chapters. It's like one chapter <laughs> at the very beginning and then the last chapter. And then there's just like nothing in between. It would be fucking hilarious. Or or the, the, the middling chapters, they've shrunk the text so much that you can't read it. <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah. Uh, That'd be yeah. really fucking solid. Oh my god, that, that totally feels like something that they would do. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, man. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the whole like he wrote this book. I enjoyed all those jokes and like surrounding the book. I, I thought it was funny that he was listening. They were like, "You listening to? It? Are you listening to yourself?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, what'd you guys say? You want me to turn it up? Turn it up." Gotcha. That like classic dad humor. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it worked. You're right. That's what it was. He went. To dad humor because he, this story really is about at its core it's about him trying to do right by his daughter and I mean I mean I guess it's kind of what Ant Man's always been about right since the he's very always, yeah from the beginning he's been all about his daughter about so clearly his daughter he's doing gonna right feel bad her. about the five years yeah all right it's not even his fault but he still feels bad for not being around for five years yeah absolutely um, we get more Michael Douglas in this one we get more Michelle Pfeiffer we get the most Michelle Pfeiffer. In this movie. Right. Uh, let's see who else. Obviously, we get Jonathan Majors as Kang. Yep. yep. No Luis, though. I was going to say that. He didn't. That's he didn't a little disappointing. I thought we were going to get him like an after credits scene. I thought something. so, too. Maybe like at the end, he's like telling the story about how Scott told the story kind of thing. Yeah. Like, no Luis at all. 
Yeah. That's a little disappointing. I'm sure the actor's real upset about it. Michael Pena? I have to imagine. He might be. Like, everybody loved me in the first two movies. Why don't they have me in this one? I mean, he did. He he really helped make that first movie. Yeah. His scenes were fucking great. <laughs> they were really, really good. Um, did you enjoy the whole, like... People are confused about which bug person, which bug superhero he is. Yeah. It's like, oh, Spider-Man. Oh, wait, no, you're the other bug man. Yeah. You're bug man. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, big and Bro, then you're big. Bro, how then you're much big. did Baskin Robbins pay to get, like, <laughs> to they be back the hell out of this yeah, movie. Yeah, they did. Oh, my gosh. So much back. I got two scenes of him going into Baskin Robbins, and then he shows up in the Baskin Robbins uniform. Man, listen, Baskin Robbins always finds out, okay? They're always, <laughs> they're always there. It's Baskin Robbins. Yeah, that's wild. Have you, when's the last time you've been in a Baskin Robbins? Years. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't. High I couldn't school, maybe? You. I actually go to Dunkin' quite often, but Baskin Robbins? A long I time. I don't think I've bought an ice cream from Baskin Robbins. Yeah, like I don't even think about it when I'm going to go like, get ice cream. No, that's not. It's, it's not even. Doesn't even a, cross my mind. A viable option. No, yeah. Baskin Robbins for ice cream. Like, I mean, they got <laughs> they had 21 flavors, but goddamn yeah. it, I couldn't name a single one of them. I used to. This is this is how dumb I am. Okay. I used to go there in high school. They had those coffee blast things. They called them. Yeah. And I went there. They're like, oh, it's like a, like a, you know, a coffee iced drink. Let me yeah, get it. It's like a frappuccino, but just with a lot of. There's extra no caffeine stuff. in it. <laughs> really? And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how many times I got it before I found out. It was a lot though. Mm. <laughs> no caffeine in there. It just, it's just coffee flavored ice cream. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Imagine my disappointment because I was going there for the caffeine. Yeah. That's that's wild. Uh, that's why I stopped going. <laughs> uh, but it's not long before we find out that Cassie is kind of following her dad's footsteps in the sense of like she's seen him fight for the world and be an Avenger. And she also just wants to fight and help people. And she's been messing around with some Pym tech and stuff like that. She's actually really smart. I don't remember her being that smart in the comic books, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Not even on about her. I mean, she's a little kid in the in the first two movies, right? And yeah. we don't get a lot of her as older in in uh Infinity War. But like even that I was like, man, she's a scientist? Like she got Yeah. And I I get the motivation, but I don't get the motivation, right? She's like, "Oh, I had a, you know, I had 5 years with those journals." But like she didn't know that her dad was in the quantum realm. Right. Right? She thought he was blipped away. Yeah, that's true. They all did. And I kind of feel like, how did she even get the journals? I don't know. Maybe she stole them. Maybe she just kind of knew that uh, that's where her dad. She was like, I, I don't know. I do want to be a Ant-Man, Ant-Woman wasp character maybe maybe hope did did hope disappear yeah she did she yeah. poofed too they all did actually right they're all gone yeah you're she right. was and then i think we're supposed to just think that she's with her her mom yeah but we don't yeah. see her mom or her stepfather right right um who also didn't make the cut to this movie yeah yeah i don't know i mean maybe they just 
Maybe somebody told her. Somebody had to have told her stories about her dad, and then she just probably went to this. I mean, because realistically, Hank Pym's house would have just been empty and abandoned, I guess. So she could very True. easily just broke into there. But we don't we don't spend much time in the real world. The majority, ninety percent of this movie takes place in the quantum realm. Yep. What did you think of the design and the setup and some of the characters of the quantum realm? I liked it. Yeah, me it, too. Uh, I think they did a really good like Star Wars-ish to me a bit. See, I was going to say I think this movie it could have very easily have felt like Guardians of the Galaxy in the sense of like you're in space, so there's just like anything could fucking be there. And I mean, they kind of went that route with this a bit too, but also I think they did a good job of kind of making the creatures uh appear more like uh, microscopic kind of organisms versus like space creatures. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they all just kind of felt like they were like, uh, I don't even know what the fuck to say. Like just like <laughs> little insect kind of like they look like cells and nucleuses and the me like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. It, it felt like, oh yeah, this is, that looks like some microorganisms that we I, I wouldn't be able to see. It doesn't seem like they're just like weird space creatures. Yeah, no, so I, I thought that was good. I like that. Yeah. What'd you think of the no holes guy? <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird, a weird character. Weird character. I mean, I guess you they... drink them and you can yeah. understand languages. Yeah. You know what? You know what's the shocking thing about it? What's that? Was that I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure. You drink yeah. this, dude. You understand what everybody's saying. Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't. Nobody questioned it. Let's just move on. I didn't really think twice about it either, to be honest yeah. with you. I was just like, oh, okay, I get it now. But Cassie's like, drink She's like, drink And the most like creepy way. And it's like dripping down yeah. her face. And I'm just like, oh, that looks I was gross. She possessed when she said that. Why yeah. did she say it like and that? Drunk and I was like, oh. Oh, that's why you that's why you drink it. Yeah, like, yeah no, that makes sense. Because I was wondering yeah, for a second. started going to like the understanding that yeah. drink the go. I was wondering for a second. I'm like, does does Janet speak whatever language? No, yeah, this I was thinking is? about that too. I'm like, are we just gonna get subtitles this whole movie? And then they're like, no, nah, we just we can all understand each other. I'm all gonna drink it. one microorganism. Yeah. you know we'll what understand. I thought? I I didn't. I thought they should shouldn't have done though. What? I feel like they shouldn't have made any of the characters, any of the the quantum realm uh, people, look human. Yeah, and it wasn't many characters. No, it was Bill Murray. Yep, it was the dude from the Quiet, uh, the Good Place. I don't know if you're the psychic guy, the, the Reed Mines guy, the the glowy forehead, the glowy guy. forehead guy. Yeah, the like leader chick. She wasn't human though. She was, but she looked. She looked human enough. She looked like Lady Mongol. It's like they took Lady Mongol from DC and just put her in and here. put her in this movie. Yeah, but she still looked human enough because, like, you get her right, who's like, I mean, because technically none of them are human, but you right. get her who looks human enough, and then, then you get the goop creature who looks like just so far off. Or you get fucking laser cannon face yeah. head. But like, yeah. Why was Bill Murray not anything? That is a good question. He was just like a regular human. I thought he was supposed to be MODOK, honestly. People were saying that. I thought he was. And I thought he would have been a great MODOK. Yeah? But it was weird that he wasn't. And he was only in the just movie like for like... Random ass character. Yeah, he was in the movie for like maybe 10 betray, minutes. Make some jokes that make... 
you know, Hank Pym a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, like, I really thought we were going to see him one more time when the ants came. Because mm. he's like, do you guys have ants here? Oh, yeah, he right? did say that. Like, you I thought, ants, like, right? he was going to come, like, these are my motherfucking, like, <laughs> here are my ants. These are my ants. Why did he have, uh, why did he have so much power? Because he, he just, he traded? Yeah, I he was think, a traitor? yeah, he had, like, lend, led the um, rebellion and then essentially, like, it's like, never mind, it's just easier to follow him. Yeah, just switch sides. So then he got to be kind of, I think it was somewhat of a general guy because, like, the guards were listening to him, too. Yeah, see, and that's how I thought. I thought he was going to be Modoc, but he wasn't. So let's, let's, I guess let's get in, into Modoc because speaking of characters that were in the, in the quantum realm. But anyway, before, I guess before we did, yeah, I just, I didn't, I feel like I'd have been perfectly okay if none of the uh, people of the quantum realm looked human in any kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, if they all looked like, like the one when Janet first meets up and she's like, oh, let me handle yeah. this. And she like cuts, cuts his the, arm off yeah. and like stabs him or whatever. And then he like grows it back and pulls the knife out, which was actually really fucking cool to me. Um, but he I had like, man, Janet can fight. Yeah. And he, <laughs> also, I just thought it was cool that he just sucked the knife in and then just regenerated an arm and pulled the knife back out. Like, yeah. How would you kill that guy? <laughs> they need him on the fucking event. Bring him back with you. <laughs> this dude's a beast. But, it, you know, he had just, like, a weird, like, insect kind of face. Even, like, the broccoli, the broccoli dude. dude. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh, okay, yeah, I can get behind he that. Was, he also tries to hit on Hope at the yeah. bar. Hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, I can Correct get, amount of humor. Yeah, I, I'm like, I can get behind that. But, yeah, just the people who just look like regular humans, I'm just like, why do they look like regular humans? Why don't they have some kind of odd feature? But I mean, that's yeah. a, it's a small gripe. It's I mean, not I think that it's, big of a deal. It's easier to like have the conversations with those characters. Is yeah. probably why they do it to make them. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Why? Uh, I lost my train. I thought it was, but to ask you. So we can talk. We can talk about. We can talk about Modoc. Uh, mechanism. What? What is it? Mechanism only designed. Something to kill. Uh, yeah, it's something kill for killing. For killing. What is I? Hold on, because Modok. Uh, gotta look this up. What does was he stand for? Before, I can't remember the first movie. I remember what I was gonna ask. What is but it? The first movie. Um, was that guy part of AIM? Yes, I think he was. Okay, so that was super sure. fitting that he becomes Modok. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mental organism design only for killing. Okay. I'm going to forget yeah. it, but all right. Mental organism design only for killing. Also love that uh, Scott was like, that'd be Modofk. Because <laughs> like, yeah, there would be an F. Like, why did you take the F out? But whatever. <laughs> like, That's good. That's good. The shock, though, the, the, the reveal is who Modok actually is. Right. Did you okay? So going into this, I had kind of saw the Modok design. I had saw that it was kind of like this gold plated face thing, right? And in my head, I'm like, "There's no way. There's no way they're gonna do the big head, little arms and legs thing, right?" Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, "There's no way they're doing that. This is a machine. Somebody's controlling it. Maybe it'll have a screen or something on it that projects a large face." 
But there's no way. Like what they did with Zoloff. Yeah, basically. I'm like, there's no way this is going to be a giant head and little limbs. There's no way. But sure fucking enough. They did it. They were like, nah. If we're going to do this shit. And this is what I respect about Marvel. Like, we're going <laughs> to do this shit. We're going to do it right. How do you how do you create a character like that and put him into a movie and not make him a joke? Yeah. But I think they did pretty well. They did fairly well. I honestly could have taken Modoc out of this movie. Oh, yeah. You, you definitely could have. But anyway, it was... It was, was kind of goofy. It was... um. Yellow Jacket from yeah. the first Ant Man movie. Yep. Turns out Which, when like makes sense that that's where you went. It does actually. I was like, no, that 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 definitely. I I buy that. That adds yeah. up because you see him like weirdly shrink down, like shrinks an arm and then the other arm and then his head is what's left and then he just shoots. I wonder. Do they know? <laughs> right. Did they? I wonder when they were writing that did they think like, no, we're gonna bring him back as Modok at some point, or if it was just like. A coincidence, and these writers accident. are just this fucking skilled man. Yep. I was like, man, no, it's good. It did. They might have known. They might have known. They might have known. And it also makes sense that he's just like, yeah, nah. I mean, I had basically turned into a killer on the up, up there. So, yeah, it makes sense that I just be a killer, killer down here too. A little bit of a less of a genius scientist yeah. guy. Yeah, I just kind of out of his mind, but okay, that's true. But he was also going out of his mind when he was. But he's still a freaking scientist. Yeah. I feel like uh, he didn't have any pin particles with him. No. No, he didn't. How do you know? Why would he have pin particles with him? Because his fucking suit was using pin particles as a yellow jacket. I think he lost that suit when he shrunk. He was in the suit when he shrunk. No, I'm saying like once. I don't know, man. It seems like. I think it was maybe, a flaw. Maybe he ran out. he had a pin particle with him. You think so? Yeah. I don't feel like he did. It's been a while since I watched that movie. But uh, their whole fight, they were shrinking and enlarging and shrinking and enlarging. Yeah. Making I mean, fucking the toy train big and shit. Yeah. Like, that's true. I think we're swearing a lot. I'm swearing a lot in this episode. Are you really? It's because you're tired. Yeah. You're tired. Um, I was gonna. This is what I was going to ask. Why can't Hank Pym... Why doesn't Hank Pym have a suit anymore? I don't know. Do they address that in the first movie? Like, part of me is like, uh, he has uh, a heart t- problem. But then another part of me is like, is that Batman and Batman Beyond? And I'm just like what? combining that with this. Technically, Scott's suit is his suit. You can't make another suit? Cassie got a suit. I don't think he wants to. I think that's the thing. I don't think he... How? Because the Pym particles were you. driving him crazy. Like, they were... They were um, yeah, they were driving him crazy, basically. They were, like, messing with his mental state. So I think he just gave up on That's the thing. I thought he was, like... the pin particles. I thought he was just going crazy without Janet. No, no, no. It was the pin particles. They were making him crazy. He said that. He's, I'm pretty sure they, he then said that. Then why is Scott the using him? First movie. And then his daughter use him. Because he's not old. I don't know, Nick. Also... I'm pretty sure in the first movie, he he basically sets it up. It's basically set up like he doesn't care about what happens to Scott. Right. He's doing this for his own selfish gain. Right. He doesn't care about what happens to Scott, so he doesn't care that about the side effects that, that Scott doesn't might stand have. stand to be true now. You would think so. His own daughter is doing it. 
But at the he's same scared time, scared about his daughter to this whole time. It's a Marvel movie, so all I'm saying, Nick, he could have corrected it. How cool would it have been to get the original Ant Man or Wasp in suits and see them like really fuck some shit up? Nah, I don't think I would have liked. You wouldn't have liked that. Yeah. All of them have suits, and he's just like, "Let me show you how we did this back in my day." I, I said this in the last review we did, and I'm gonna say it. Again. I'm a little sick. Of everybody having a suit. I'm a little tired of it. Okay, well, he needs the suit to shrink down. I mean, obviously he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't need the suit. You're telling me that you wouldn't be kind of excited from an actual, like, Hank? I actually, because, like, comic book-wise, I prefer Hank Pym over Scott Lang. I mean, I get that. But no, I'm cool. I'm cool with him just being the ant guy. He just, he controls the ants now, but he doesn't need the suit to do it. I'm fine with that. I disagree, but all right, it's fine. If anything, I was more so wondering where Janet's suit went because she clearly still had it in the quantum realm. True. So where is it now? I mean, I guess she wouldn't wear it on an everyday like basis. You don't ask. Probably doesn't have it too. on. But why doesn't everybody have wings? Because they're not all called the Wasp. Right. I get that. Ant Man can't be have wings, bro. Ants, some ants have wings. Yeah, I know, and that's why he rides the ants. Sean, this don't is, don't. This is go, a poor answer. Nick. Don't I need go, a better answer. No, listen than to that. me. You're trying to challenge the status quo right now. I need you to not do that. No, I'm doing it. I need you to not. How do that. much easier would Scott's there's life be if he could fly Ant too? Man, and then there's the wasp. Right, all wasps. Have wings. Some ants not also all ants have wings. Have wings. There's your answer. And then Cassie. Yeah. Stature. I feel like she should have some wings too. No, she shouldn't. Because before it felt like it was a sexist thing. You know what I mean? Because both wasps, mom and daughter, had wings. Correct. All I'm saying is that man should have some wings. <laughs> He gets small and giant. She just gets small. She needs the wasp wings. has become big too. Not in this, she hasn't. But like on the book, she does. Cassie gets small and big, and she Hank doesn't Pym, need wings. Hank Pym at one point becomes the wasp and has wings because he's called the wasp. What are you not getting about <laughs> this? There's the wasp who has wings. <laughs> You're pretty too much and on the name, man. Doesn't have wings. How much clearer the name can it be? Doesn't matter for the function of the suit. Sean, listen to me. I'm listen, explaining. I can this. do. I can do the hand motions too. I'm explain this one more time to you, okay? I swear, you say it again. The wasp oh my god that has wings because ants all can wasps also have wings, but not all can ants, ants have, wings, have wings. But can they? All wasps have but, wings, but, but can they? Not all ants have wings. Therefore, Ant-Man does not have wings. Instead, he rides an ant that has wings. I feel like you saw... And the wasps... You saw the flaw before, but then you just doubled down, right? Like, as you were saying it, you were like, yeah, ants, some ants do have wings. If I don't double down on what I believe in. <laughs> you don't believe it, though, Then it? I can tell you don't believe it. What am I even doing with my life? Look, 
The man should have some wings. He doesn't need wings. He's Ant Man. Listen, he's got ant. I get that it's the same logic does. that why doesn't Iron Man make everybody a suit? Right? There's some flaws. It doesn't make. Why does, isn't it? Let me let me let me. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me let me explain this to you, sir. Does the wasp control wasp? No. But Ant I mean, Man. I mean, ever control. Ants. Like, are we talking about comics or are we just talking about the movies? I'm pretty sure she's never controlled Wasp. I feel the like I can either. find a comic book. I guarantee you. You don't think you Stan couldn't. Lee wants was like, you know what? No. That's why he gave Let her wings. Let me get Janet Van Dyne. Because she doesn't control Wasp. That's a good point, so too. So she can't ride a Wasp. She should get some stinger. He should get stingers as well. Ants don't. St- what are you not? <laughs> Listen to me. It's in <laughs> the name. You can't go, you know what? You know what would be cool? If you gave Spider-Man some wings. Spiders don't fly, Sean. They don't fly. You don't give Spider-Man wings because spiders don't fly. Ants. I think there's a flying spider somewhere out there. (laughs) Whatever, man. You don't think think Spider-Man's ever flown? I think Spider-Man's flying... I think the closest cosmic Spider Man fly. I think that's different, though. But does he? I'm talking about true natural powers. He doesn't fly. But the cosmic one flies. He flies because he has the power cosmic. Right. That's not his power. That's not the power of a spider. That's the power of the cosmos. I'm just saying that there's the wasp. (laughs) I swear to God with you. And then there's Ant Man. Ants have wings, too. Some ants have wings. Also, Ant-Man communicates with ants. Therefore, I think you're putting too much into that. You can get a flying ant. The wasp is solo. I understand that. She doesn't communicate with wasps. Because, I mean, by that, she has stingers, but it's not like a pin needle sticking out of her butt. I don't think... Her stingers are the little zappy guns in her wrist. I don't think... The fact that you can ride something and the fact that you could fly yourself are comparable things, right? Like, would you rather have a horse or be able to run as fast as the horse, right? Sometimes, sure, riding the horse would be a good time. But also, it's a little bit more functional if you yourself could just move that fast. Is it though? So... Batman should have some damn wings. He doesn't need wings. He has ants that fly. Really? And he also has the Does wasp. he? Because it, it seems like he was going to fall and his girlfriend had to catch him. Sean? Anthony wasn't around, Nick. Anthony died. It's Anthony, first of all. Anthony died Respect in the first Anthony. movie. And then he just and got he another wasn't one. around. There are billions of ants. But not in the quantum realm. Obviously, there are. But not when he's falling. He didn't talk to ants at all in this movie. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, Hank did the whole oh. time. Because he's Ant-Man. It's kind of like the only point of his character in this movie was just to yeah, we'll just, be I'm, there to talk to the ants. I'm fine with that. I'm completely yeah. okay with that. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Modoc, fine. <laughs> but we're still on Modoc. Yeah, it was so it, the review. He it was Yellow Jacket, which I was pretty shocked about. Were you shocked about that? Yes, I, I did not expect that. that. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. Um, let's see who else. 
Obviously, we had Paul Rudd back as Ant Man. Good stuff. Killing Probably it. Did great. We had Evangeline Lilly back as the Wasp. Hope Van Dyne. Solid, yep. solid performance. Michelle yep. Pfeiffer. You know, it. for her name being in the title, too, I feel like her role wasn't that big. It wasn't. It actually, yeah, it wasn't. Um, it, it definitely focused on the relationship of Scott, Scott and his daughter. And Cassie. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, what did you uh, what did you think about the action in this movie? It's good. It's fine. I thought it was good. I was very overall. I think I was very impressed with the CGI of this movie. Yeah, I kind of expected it. I mean, like for like an Ant Man movie, I kind of expected it to not be as top level as it was, but not, it it felt pretty see, on par with like. Infinity War, honestly. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they spared no expense. They definitely did. Some of the scenes where they were running, I was like, ah, I feel like that's a green screen behind them. Oh, I mean, 100% it was. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, overall, I thought it looked great. It did. The the shrinking and enlarging effects, still solid. Yeah. When he's bigger and he's like has the slower movements and he's like, ooh, Cassie. Good stuff. Yeah. That was good. I like the, I'm so hungry. And I want a lime. Is that a lime? That thing? was a good scene. Yeah. Uh, I really She's enjoyed like, it. <laughs> Cassie went big. Uh, citrus. I'm roots, so right? Hungry. He's like, citrus, right? She's like, yeah, citrus. <laughs> Throwback to when he was like, does anybody have any orange yeah. slices? Which I, <laughs> apparently he improvised that. So good stuff. I thought, it, and that was, these writers, man, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because if there's any throwaway line in Civil War, it's that one. It's like, you could have completely took that out of the movie and- it wouldn't have changed it in any way, shape, or form. But to be like, yeah, no, we're gonna th- we're gonna throw back to this improvised li- improvised line that he said in Civil War, and not such an obvious way, because she's like, I want lime, and he's just like citrus fruits, and it's like, because yeah. she could have easily have said like, I want some orange slices too, but she said, no, I want like a lime yeah. or something. And it's like, uh, first of all, who's eating lime? Do you have you ever just eaten a lime? No, not yeah, weird, right? No, you pour that over things. Exactly, you never eat it by itself. Perhaps a perhaps a limeade, maybe. But who's but drinking eat, one? Eating one? Yeah. No. 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 Never. Action was good. CGI was good. Let's get to the the elephant in the room here, Nick. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. I was trying to hold off on that. As I long. know. I was trying Let's to get, get to, to it. I was trying to get to everything else before we got to that. But yeah, you're right. It's time to it's time to get to Kang himself. Kang. Bravo. I'm I'm super fucking pumped. I am too. For Kang. I thought it was great. I I liked that they killed him in this one. I honestly, I was going to say, very early on, I was like, I feel like this isn't the Kang See, that we're going to continue to get. I thought the opposite. I thought this was going to be the Kang. I thought this was going to be the Kang, especially the way he kept talking about how like the other Kangs basically exiled him. Right. Like, I thought, like, yeah, okay. That this was is immediately the- clear to me, too. Yeah, I'm like, I was this- like, who did it? Uh, other kings. It was the other kings. This is the one. This is the the outlier, right? This is the the one that's like, nah, I'm I am the conqueror. Like, I'm running shit. I don't want to just conquer one timeline. I want all of them. I am better than all of you, and I deserve it. And I love the line where she's just like, when you get out of here, what are you gonna do? And he's just like, win. That's what the fuck I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna win. I'm like that's. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go fuck. I love man. how he kept talking about how he killed Avengers. Yeah. 
Are you the one with the hammer? Oh, you just want to bring up that you killed Thor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I wish I, I was really hoping that there was going to be a follow up line to that. Like him saying like, you know, and he's like, oh, you were the one with the hammer. And he's like, oh, Thor, no, I, I understand why people get get us mistaken. We got the yeah. same body type, which was funny. And I thought he, I, I was really hoping he'd say something along the line. Kang would say something along the lines of like, huh, interesting. Well, he's the. He's typically the hardest to kill. So if you're not him, then I really don't have anything to worry about. Like, I was really right. hoping we'd get something kind of like that to just really drive home. Like, nah, he's he's killed him. Even the, the bigger, badder ones, like, he's killed him. And it's just like, nah, that was, that was, that was solid stuff. I had kind of had that spoiled before going into the movie on TikTok. But then I thought maybe somebody was making it up. But turns out they weren't but it was still good it was still a yeah. good line it's like you're an avenger huh have i killed you before no huh i've killed so many of them it starts to blur together like i was like, I was like fuck yeah yeah yes you have this is the this is this, this is king right this here king right i feel like they did a lot to avoid to say both king and conqueror but not put together king the conqueror you're <laughs> That's true. They, like, they either, never once said it. They did. They, they said both separately Kang, multiple they times. Either, even they either called him Kang or the Conqueror, but never once did they say Kang the Conqueror. No. Nope. Yeah, no. I, that's true. That's true. I like this suit. Suit looks good. That's fantastic. I really it's like comic the suit. book accurate. With it's the suit very comic book accurate. What did you think about like his powers? They were so vague. Yep. Uh, I liked it. I liked how he like looked like he was hardly trying when he was taking people down. Yeah, he definitely looked like I like it was almost boring. It was so easy to him. Yeah, and I I liked that he very much has that kind of um, superiority complex. You know what I mean? Yeah, where he was just like Modok goes to just like kind of answer a question and he flicks him away and this is like don't fucking talk while i'm in the room like what yeah what's wrong with you even the way he was sitting down like when he was sitting in his chair he had this like kind of like like side like looking down like he didn't really you know what it was exactly he looked relaxed like he like he has nothing to worry about even though he knows there's an entire rebellion out there against him he had this look on his face as if like no one could touch me even if they tried i have like i don't even need to have my guard up like i'm so just untouchable and i I love that attitude and i love this that just the flick of his hands and he's just like i could kill you at any point anytime i want i could in your life and the way he threatens scott and he's like if you don't do this, I'm gonna kill your daughter in front of you. You know if this and was I'm a... gonna make you watch it over and over and over until you want to die yourself. Like, god damn, that's a threat. Yeah, I was thinking to myself if this was a rated R movie, Ooh. he would have killed her, and then Ooh. reverse time. You know what I mean? Ooh, How yeah. insane would that have been? Been he just like pretty nuts, just like slams her against the wall. She's dead, and then like. Does like a little flick of the wrist thing, brings her back, brings and be her like, back. "How about now? You want to help me now, or should I do it again?" That'd have been intense. Ah. 
But I, I dude, I, I liked it though. I liked Kang. He he definitely. Did you think he had good star this movie. or too vague of motivation? I think his motivation in this movie was pretty vague. Yeah. Um, That's the one thing. Like I thought he did a that, good job of being menacing. Yeah. His overall motive. Uh, I feel like they're trying to keep the whole Kang thing somewhat a secret to us still. Yeah, I think so. so like too. his motivation was so vague. I think what yeah, is he's just trying to escape to just go on and because of convergence is that what they call it when the two universes collide? Yeah, because of that he was just destroying uh, timelines. Which I was thinking, I was okay. So I guess the difference between him and the one who remains is the one who remains was preventing lines from being created, where Kang, this Kang, was. The line is created, and I'm just gonna destroy everybody in it. Yeah. So it, like, it seems like they're really circular together here. So what was happening? They do, yeah. And um, Loki. No, or, and Spider Man. Okay. Is when Doctor Strange is like, oh, the it's, it's a C word. Is it convergence? I don't know what the word was. I think that's the word they typically use. Yes. Yeah. When all the characters were coming to the one universe, he's like, oh, this is going to destroy all the universes. So Kang's basically saying like that happens naturally anyways, that timelines are colliding together. Um. So when it's happening, he just goes to one of them and just kills one of the universes. So the other universe rise. That's what I understood it to be. Okay. Is that what you got? Um, so I was also thinking the way he was kind of describing it, I'm like, well, what what does make you different from he who remains? Because it seems like they had the same goal. Yeah, the goals was, were definitely the same. Yeah, which was there's a bunch of me and they're all fucking crazy. And they will eventually end all of time and existence unless I step in and do something about it. Right? It does seem like they were going about it a little different. I think is I kind of agree with what you said, which is he who remains seems like he was trying to eliminate the smaller moments. He was trying to prevent those timelines from happening in a way where the casualties were as low as possible versus the other Kang. He was just like, fuck that. I will wipe out that entire timeline. I don't care how many people I have to kill. If it's millions, billions, trillions, it doesn't matter. Because he even says it in the movie. He's like, none of that matters. She's like, you'll kill trillions of people. He's like, so? None of, right. that, none of that matters. Right. Because I've seen what's at the end of it. And the, at the end of it, no one fucking, it basically, it's like no one survives. So if I got to kill trillions of people, then so be it. That's what it is. But the difference, and it was funny. But they because, don't do a good enough a job. Like that seems like good motivation, right? But they don't do a good enough job in this movie to make that clear that that's what's going on. They don't. But I, I almost think that's on purpose, right? Because when we had Thanos, it was pretty obvious what it was leading up to. So we knew with Thanos, right? He was trying to get all six Infinity Stones, right? We didn't know what he wanted to do with them. We just we knew that that was his goal, and then when we finally find even out. that was kind of vague, right? It was always we just knew vague. Student, we knew the stones exist, and we knew Thanos exists. And I think they're I think the, they're going the to motivation of this. like the first Avengers movie 
and like him sending Loki to Earth doesn't match with like the rest of his motivation. No, all. it doesn't. And I think I think they were still trying to figure it out. Right. What he was truly I, going they for. didn't know then what they were gonna do. No, and I think this is probably a similar scenario. I think You think they don't know where the story's gonna go? I think they don't know completely. I think they have a good idea. They probably have a really strong outline, a really strong map drawn to where they want Kang to end up, but they're not entirely sure how they're going to get there. Because the tricky thing about this, of like Kang versus Thanos, because in that moment when she was saying like, you killed trillions, it felt very reminiscent of Thanos, right? People telling him like, you're going to destroy half, you'll kill trillions of lives. And he's just like, that's a burden that I'm willing to bear in order to have mil- like more and more generations thrive and survive. So his goals felt a bit righteous. I think they're trying to figure out because right now it doesn't feel like Kang has a righteous goal. It feels like his goal truly at the end of it all is that he feels he is superior and that he is ultimately what his namesake. He is a conqueror. That's what he does. He says it in the movie. He's like, that's what you call a conqueror. Someone who like takes over because it's for the greater good, right? Like that's what he believes. So, but we don't know. The tricky thing is that we don't know what these other Kangs believe. Right. We don't know where their mindset is. And to me, that's what makes Kang as this next big villain so interesting because the idea that he could be in these small projects like Loki, a version of him can be in Loki, a version of him can be in Ant-Man. We don't even know where he'll pop up next. He's got to be in at least two other movies before we get to those Avengers movies. True. And that to me is so fucking exciting. I like that as well. We can see two more versions of him. So you think we're just going to consistently get different versions of him? I think so. And I, I honestly kind of hope so. Like, honestly, if he was the villain for every single Marvel movie going forward, I think I'd be okay with that. A different version of him? Because that's also what would make him so terrifying as a villain. With Thanos, yes, he had an army. He had this elite group of warriors, right? He had uh, Ebony Maw and, and Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight and he had like the his like elite four and then it was him and then he had a full force fucking army with the Chachari and shit but with Thanos it was very much like you cut the head off of the snake and the snake's gonna die right like if they managed to kill Thanos first his army would have backed off they wouldn't have cared they'd have been like yeah. well, we have no one to to follow anymore like what are we fighting for right this feels like the opposite. There is no head up to this snake. Like, it's just a beast. Mm. Like, you cut the head off of this like snake, this. and two more are going to grow back. And you cut those mm. two off, and four more are going to grow back. Like, this it's a very just, Hydra thing for you to say right now. It, that's what it feels like, right? It's true. You, like, we've already killed one king. We've already killed, we've we've killed, killed two. two. We've, we've killed, killed two kings. And who knows how many more we'll kill. Like, there was a whole fucking auditorium of them, basically. A whole stadium full of Kangs, and clearly some of them were higher level than others, but you never know. Like and they there's, send... they're zeroing in, basically, on our MCU universe. They are. Because, this, because they're like, those versions of those characters are from the are, same universe that killed yep. two of them. They're like, they're doing too much now. They've took out two of us. We got to do something about them, or else they might stop us all together. And not only that, 
but we know that they control time and they can see the future if they really want to. So a number of them might have already jumped to a point where they fought this group of Avengers and lost. And they might be wondering, why the fuck do we keep losing to them? We've killed so many Avengers, but this particular group, we cannot sit like we keep dying. Why the fuck is that happening? Like that whole scene. I hope we're right, Nick. Where Doctor Sounds Strange? Good. Are looks, we gonna are we writing it better than they're gonna write it? I though? Don't know, Can you man. imagine? Because you think about the scene where Doctor Strange uses a time stone to look ahead, right? And he sees all those multiple timelines, and he's like, "We've won one of them. That's it." And it, what did he say? Like uh, four thousand, fourteen thousand yeah. to one, or some something crazy, something wild, right? And he's like, "We've won one." It could be that they're seeing they're doing something similar, right? They're like, "We've sent." A thousand Kangs into this universe to face this specific group of Avengers, and we've lost 950 times out of a thousand. Like, there's been a couple of them who have managed to take them out, but we, majority of us, have lost. Why is that happening? They're sitting there like, Iron Man's not even alive anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. So it makes Captain it, America's old. While Thanos was physically imposing and he did have this kind of like strong will that made him seem unstoppable in the one movie, it seems like Kang is the opposite in the sense of like, no, he's clearly not as physically strong as Thanos. No, maybe he doesn't have the same will that Thanos did, but. What he lacks in those two things, he simply makes up for it in just sheer numbers. There's an infinite number of me who all believe themselves to be superior to not only the Avengers, but everyone, including my other selves. Right. So we will continue to try to kill you guys because we've done it plenty of times before. We just got to do it this one one last time because you're the only ones that are standing in our way now. It's an exciting premise. So I, I, I that about Kang really excites me. All right. What's that? What do you think of the the final fight scene? They just beat the shit out of Ant-Man. I like that too. I loved it. And again, I liked I was it like, because took their technology, the powers away. Kang's gonna beat the shit out of you. Now. Yeah, they did. They and I like that too. They took his powers away. They took his tech away. But he's still a fighter. Like he can still. Yeah. And it, again, it makes sense. He's been all throughout time. Like he's learned skills from every era of of not just humankind, but every other kind too. So like it makes sense that he can he can throw down. You know what I mean? I like that he he wasn't just like again just completely invincible without his tech. Like he wasn't like Thanos. Like. Thanos, almost every time he got into a fight in Infinity War, it was no shot. Yeah. Like, it was just, they. as soon as they, every time they thought they had the upper hand, he was just like, nah, I'm too I'm too big, I'm too bad for that. But this one felt like, no, um, Ant-Man, though, Ant-Man is, is landing some hits on on Kang. I don't know if that would fly over, but no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I also really like, and I've liked this, in all the Marvel movies, like the every time we get a new Marvel movie and we see like characters that we've been seeing from the beginning, I like I like seeing them leveled up. Like this version of Ant-Man 
seems so far from the first version of Ant-Man we got in terms of skill, strength, ability, like quick thing. You know what I mean? Like he, he feels seasoned now. Like he, he think his reaction times faster. He thinks quicker. Like he, he just, he's just better equipped to handle situations now than he was originally. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like, Something happened is just like suit. I'm in it. it. There's no like running around or waiting to the last second. It's like suit. I'm in it. Shrink up, big, small. Like when he was fighting Kane. Like when they uh, outside of the building when they were kind of all fighting them before the ants got there, and he just goes from like little hitting them, knocks them to the ground, immediately goes big, grabs them, slams them into the wall. Like I really like. I was like, yeah, I no, liked it this too. was that's. I love that they both had that. Uh, like both Ant Man and the Wasp had that. Like, let's go get them. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like they didn't saying. hesitate. They exactly. just went right into it, it. That's what I like. That whole like exactly no hesitation anymore. The reaction time is just like we're heroes. We do this shit. We gotta get them. There's no. They just looked at each other and they're like, "Yep, this is it." Boom. And Cassie's just like, "Oh, what do." What do I do? And I even like how she just kind of jumped in and was just like, I'm going to go big and just squeeze them. But yeah, no, how they just jumped in. I love I love seeing them level up. I love seeing the heroes get better and better and better. And I just think that's really great. You don't feel like, the, like if you were just to watch the three Ant-Man movies in a row, you don't feel like this is the same Scott we had in Ant-Man 1. This feels, And there's a good development. Yeah, this feels... And I mean, I guess character aside, like just in terms of skills and combat and abilities, like this feels like a leveled up version yeah. of Ant-Man versus, and he'd been through a lot, you know? Yeah. So it makes sense. Been in sense. jail four times. Four times. Four times. Bro. This is my last point. Do you feel like in the very beginning of the movie, when they're all getting sucked into the, the two-way walkie-talkie, think of him a jigger? Okay. That uh, both Hope and uh, Scott Lang could have just not fallen in, decided to actively go in there, and then just reopened a portal and let everybody out. Because I feel like that's a big flaw in this movie. Wait, say, say it again? So we see... So the characters that fall in right, are Cassie, Hank, and... Janet. Janet. Right. Hope and Scott actively decide to go in to follow, right? Right, right, right. You know, parents and then following their kid. Both those characters could have not done that and then reopened a portal to let everybody out. Mm, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I would argue maybe Scott doesn't know how. Right. But Hope could have done that. If I had to... Close call here, but if I had to, we can call this our close call. If I had to defend it, right? What I would say is, I think because there's still so many uncertainties about the quantum realm, including the way time works specifically. While they could have done it, I think they know they both know they don't know how long it would have took them to do it. So even if it only took them ten minutes, who knows how much time would have went through in the quantum realm? Time's always moving been, slower. It's never moving faster. Well, no, because the ants fell through and they they went ahead. Uh, that's a good point. A thousand years. That's a fair. 
Fair point. So, you know, it could have been, there might not have been nothing for them to come back. They could have turned to dust. You know, so I think they were more so concerned, like, anything could happen to them while they're down there. We have the suits. We have the, the shrinking and the growing ability. We should probably go in and help them. Well done. So that, that would be... All right, how many ants? If anything, I would say Scott... That's the one scene where Scott took too long to put his suit on. He could have just went big, and then that way he probably would have had a better chance of stopping that from happening. He could have just stepped on it. He might have got sucked in. Who knows? Maybe. But if he was bigger, it would have took longer for him to get sucked down to small. So that's what I'd say. How many ants? I get us a seven and a half out of ten. I was gonna go eight. Nice, yeah. nice. I thought about eight, but I was like, ah, I don't know if I go quite eight. I go seven and a half. I it think seems the, like people don't like it. It so does far. seem like people don't like it. I was since, just gonna since say we watched it. It's, I guess, on track to have the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score. That's wild to me. Also, I think a big part of it is that people are being, let's make this our close call. Do you feel like, close call, do you feel like people are being overly critical of these movies now? Because A, we've had so many, and B, Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, Yeah, I do think people are being overly critical, and it's basically what you're saying, but I think partially too. So like that this is part of the reason why I stopped watching trailers slash stopped listening to fan theories because we've gotten some really cool things that have happened. So now everything's really gone off the rails. Right. Right. Like remember we thought we were going to see so much more in multiverse of madness. Yeah. And how much cooler would that movie been if we didn't know going into it that we're going to see Charles Xavier. It'd been we wouldn't have been blown away by we that. We would have been scene. Bl- absolutely blown away. Um, so, like, I think it's like a f- part of like the cool things. A lot of the times for these Marvel movies are given away before you're going to go see the movie. And because we've gotten uh, officially gotten a movie where all the characters were in one, and we've gotten a Spider-Man movie where we got all the Spider-Man in one movie. Now the bar has been set so high. Yeah. That, like, not every movie is going to reach it. And it's okay. They shouldn't. We can't have every movie be absolutely epic because then nothing's epic. And I think that's a fair point. And I think that's a big point, too. I don't think that this movie... Again, people... I've been hearing a lot of people say it's very very mid, right? It's very middling. First of all, mid is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. I think people use that as a term to describe something as bad. I don't think it's necessarily bad. There's nothing wrong with being in the middle. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, right? I don't think this movie is mid. I think I think people's expectations are just entirely too high. Like you said, because of what we've seen so far, one, you have the group of people who just expect the absolute most out of these movies, right? Like at this point, they're like, why isn't every movie basically like, in Avengers 1.5. Like, why is it not? Why are we only seeing two to three characters? Like, why is there not an Avengers team in every movie? Why are we not seeing 
different multiverses and Hugh Jackman and 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 you know Michael Fassbender, Magneto. Like, why aren't we seeing all of this in every movie? And it's just like it can't be that, right? It just it can't be. The other thing is, yeah, I've, the bar has been set very very high. So it's like, but again, not as you said, not every movie can just be epic because then nothing's epic. So it's like, yeah. You got to dial it back a bit. You got to have more grounded stories. You got to have stuff that brings you back to a smaller scale or else when the scale does blow up and get grand, it doesn't feel grand. Either that or you just got to make it even bigger and even bigger and there's there's only so much that they can do. It's the truth of the matter is that Marvel is trying to make this movie universe function function like actual comic books. And the truth is, there are comic books that are incredible, and there are comic books that are very okay. But they still may be essential to those incredible stories that we get. Right. And that's what this is. These are stories that are essential to this grand spectacle that everybody wants, but they, they can't also be the grand spectacle. So, yeah. Well said. Thank you, sir. That an episode? I think that's it, man. That's it. All right, yeah. guys. You can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Gmail. Yeah. Let us know what, what you, you thought. thought of this movie. Let us know if you're excited for King. Uh, like our video. Subscribe to our video. Comment. All that All stuff. that jazz leave a review if you can uh if you're listening to us whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on leave a review you could do it right there in the app it doesn't take that long and if you're if you're on tiktok let us know what kind of videos you like to see because we're we're trying to make more content make a little more of a commitment to our tiktok true true we might start going and our youtube and our youtube so like we might we might throw a little linkedin in there who knows we're trying it all man we're gonna throw it at the wall and see what sticks so Right. But at the end of the day, again, yeah.